0: What if Mark Waugh would be cheeky enough to no, talk he, about his bulldogs? He was a solid blue boy. He stayed. Oh, I think you say he moved. No, no, no. But his bulldogs—they're struggling. Mm, they are struggling. In fact, you know what? You could argue they've actually taken a couple of steps backwards. Let's see what Mark since thinks. Since Dean Pay <laughs> left a couple of years ago. Fair enough. Well, Mark is on the line. Mark, good morning. Hey, morning, uh, boys! Stop, stop spoiling my Sunday morning with this uh, bulldog uh,
1: negativity, Rich, Richo. No, doing? no, it's not negativity. It's just fact. What do you reckon, Junior? Are they going forward or not? I know I'd love to see the dogs strong <laughs> again. Don't get me wrong. Uh, well, you couldn't say they're going forward. Looking at the premiership table, yeah. so they've had but they've had a lot of injuries. Let's, they have. Let's mm. give them
2: some leeway. They've had a lot of key players injured, so I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. But it'd be great to, yeah, great to get a few more wins and just be a bit more competitive. But. uh Let's see how the, the bot back half of the season goes. Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: Hey, Mark, Um, that was famous scenes at Edgbaston uh, for that first test. Ben Cummins, ben Cummins hitting that ball down to uh, third man, trickling over the boundary, giving Australia a famous win. That was a terrific eighth-wicket stand between he and Nathan Lyon. Australia take a 1-0 series lead in this best-of-five Ashes series, going to Lords on Wednesday so much to take out of that first test mm. firstly your thoughts on australia and how they counted or defended baseball?
2: yeah look, I, look obviously it was a great test match whenever you go to the, the last hour on the fifth day it's always going to be a, a great test match to watch and it was that uh, finished um with lots of tension and tremendous partnership by nathan line and pat cummins to get australia over the line i thought um the bas ball or the the way that England came out on the first day definitely rattled the Australians. You know, we set very defensive fields um, in the first couple of hours. I think at lunch, England were about 120 yeah. on the board, and they'd hardly played a shot. You know, just picking up the odd boundary but lots of singles and easy runs, I thought, you know, in the circle where you normally have men. So I think Australia will tighten up some of the tactics uh, going to Lords. You know, I just think it, it did sort of catch them a little bit on the hop. But I think overall... Um, I think Australia got so much more improvement uh, for the rest of the series. When I mean, you think that Steve Smith and Manus Labershane didn't make a run between them for the Test match, I mean they're our two best players. So, you know, I can only see upside for Australia for the rest of the series. For England, I think um, I don't think they've, they've picked the best team. I think they need a they need a proper keeper. I know Johnny Best has done the job in the past, but you know he looks underdone. I think I need I think I need to bring Ben Fokes back into keep, and I'd I'd stick. Uh, Johnny Bairstow at the top of the order. I'd, I'd drop Ben Duckett and stick, stick Bairstow up there. And I think they, they've got to bring back some pace. And they'd mark Wood in the side, England. So I
1: think they've got more to worry about um, and, and only improvement for Australia to come. Hey, Junior, were you a bit surprised that Ollie Robinson seems to have, I don't know, developed a bit of a, a mouth on him?
2: <laughs> Look, I I didn't have a problem with what he said on the field. I mean, come on, it's, it's test match cricket. The odd swear word on the field. It's been happening for 100 years. I think it's good. I think competitive... Cricket on the field, as long as it doesn't overstep the line. The odd swear word—I mean, you hear worse in the in the pub or in club cricket. So I'm not worried about that. Um, he has been a bit uh, mouthy, I guess. I guess off the field. I mean, he does a lot of the players these days are writing columns for the papers, and yeah. you know, you know what the papers like—they want their two bob's left. So they're always going to sort of sort of head towards some controversial stuff. But um, you know, when you're gonna you're gonna talk, um, I guess a lot off the field, you've got to back it up on the field. Ollie Robinson's a good bowler. He's got a very good record. Um, but he'll need a bit of help from the pitchers, really, to, to, to take wickets in this series. The, the grassless pitch at Edgbaston didn't help the English bowlers. But
0: Ollie Robinson, he's said plenty, so now he's got to st- stand up and take it, which I'm sure he will. You, you mentioned the pitches, Mark, and I <clears throat> it's no um, surprise that Ben Stokes has requested flat tracks, essentially, so he can play this version of attacking cricket. Mm-hmm. But doesn't that also take away from England's greatest strength which yep. is lateral ball movement in England which Australia traditionally struggle yep. against. So all of a sudden they're producing flat tracks which if Warner mm. gets going he'll, he'll just be returning serve.
2: Yeah I, I think they need to do the opposite I think yeah. they need grass on their pitches. Yeah. I don't understand the tactic. I know it's good for their batsmen the way they want to play the game and score five or six and over and just attack the Australian bowlers by having flat pitches but it negates their strength You know, their, their, their seam and swing bowling which is their strength. And you know Australia are traditionally very good flat, you know flat pitch mm. players. You know we're brought up on pitches like this where um, you know the batsmen will play well on it, but our bowlers will hit the hit the deck harder. They've got a bit more height, a bit more pace. Um, the English bowlers need some some movement off the off the pitch. So I I don't think it's the way to go for England. I can understand it, suiting their batting style and the way they want to play with scoring quickly, but. At the end of the day, you've got to get 20 wickets. So yeah. I know they weren't far off in the first test, but I don't think that sort of pitch suits them. I and mean, Jimmy Anderson come out and almost said that, didn't he? Mm. He wasn't happy with the, the pitch that he was presented. So, exactly. yeah. And he's got 700 test wickets. So we'll see what happens. I think there'll be more grass on the Lord's pitch. Um, there has to be, you know, to, to help their bowling attack.
1: Junior, you mentioned Ollie Robinson's sledge. What was the best sledge you heard? And we have to keep it clean. <laughs> what was the best sledge you either gave or you heard out on a cricket field? There must be a couple oh. of rippers. Not, No, uh, mate, there's all,
2: all the ones that <laughs> float around, off the sporting, the luncheons and that, but I I think that the sledging's overplayed a bit, to be honest. Um, yeah, I think, you know, there's always going to be the odd heated exchange, it's five days, test match cricket, um, but no, we had some good sledges, guys like Merv, you know, Merv's famous for heaps, <laughs> sledges. Merv Hughes, I myself wasn't a particularly big sledger, I couldn't get a word in, actually, if I was standing next to Heels, or, or Matthew Hayden in the gully, or... <laughs> so I, I don't really have a good one for you, but um, you know I think it's any competitive sort of banter is, is fine for me as long as it doesn't overstep the line. Exactly. If you've got a tough
1: exterior, Sorry, junior, which yeah. you would because you've made the Australian team, so obviously you're a tough competitor. You wouldn't think it would bother you, would you? I mean I couldn't imagine no. anything that was no. said to you on the field Didn't would actually. The... Yeah, it would actually bother no. you. It's, it's it is overplayed no. a little bit. No, it's
2: definitely overplayed, and it's it's more fun for the people watching and you know you guys or the or the punters in in that. Down the pub, but um, I think if someone says something to you, you know, it really should spur you on, actually. But um, I, I don't think it, it's just a bit of byplay. Exactly. Um, you throw out a game and it doesn't really, you know, talking doesn't win too many games. It's what you do with the bat and the ball that win the games. Correct.
0: Mark, do you play Stark if you were still selecting for Australia in, in, at Lords?
2: It's an interesting one. Um, look, I, I think if, if the pitch is anything like we saw at Edgebaston, I think Stark's got to play. It didn't really suit Scotty Boland. Um, that sort of pitch. Josh Hazlewood bowled well. Uh, Pat Cummins bowled well. It, it's going to be a toss-up. But it really does depend on the surface. I, I do think, you know, the slope um, of Lords really suits a bowler like Scotty Boland. Um, you know, the natural slope of the pitch and the ground it does suit a guy who can just you know, can hit a hit an off stump line. You can get some natural, you know, movement um, from the surface. So it does. It will suit him, generally speaking. But you know, Starks a hard one to keep holding back. You know, the extra mm. pace. Um, through the air yes he leaks runs but he bowls wicket taking deliveries and I, I just think it gives our attack probably a bit of balance you know we've we've already got four tall right-hand bowlers if um, you know you've got Cameron Green now as well and then you've got Cummins uh, bowl and Hazel—they're all very similar bowlers. I think Stark just adds a bit of variety. It'll be a tough call. Whoever misses out is going to be unlucky, and you're going to see this rotation throughout the, yeah. the five-test series, where there's going to be a guy that probably should be playing, but just—you know—you just can't fit that many bowlers into the side. So, it's a good position to be in. Unlike England, who I think I've got—I've got more to worry about in their, in their side.
1: Hey, June, you're always interested when Australia goes to England and the great old grounds over there. Just give us an insight, if you would into the Lord's dressing room, what's in there and how do you actually get onto the field? Do you have to go through a bar? Have I read that a few times? Yes, yeah, you
2: do. Yeah, look, it's, it's one of the great grounds, Lord's, and the dressing rooms are amazing. They're, they're obviously perched up really high, um, pretty much behind the, the, the sight screen and the bowlers, where the bowlers are bowling from, um, sort of made out of sort of sandstone, but inside, very roomy, great, um, you know, toilet facilities and bathroom and, and bathtubs and all that sorts of things. And yes, you've got to walk, you walk down the back of the dressing room, then you walk down the stairs uh, through the long room, uh, out onto the ground. So it's a bit intimidating The walk, actually, you see all the, all the members in their egg and bacon ties and jackets staring at you as you sort of quietly just lumber through, lumber through the long room. You certainly can't be doing a tantrum and throwing a bat or, or throwing a helmet or something in there, so you've, you've got to behave yourself on the way through, so... It's a bit of a hike, actually. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's not, not an easy, easy get getting onto the ground, but um, very prestigious, and it's just eerily silent as you walk through. They have like a rubber sort of um, coating on the floor, so your spikes are not ripping up the, the timber or the carpet. So, you know, they, you sort of, you sort of sneak down through the long room and then out onto the ground. Um, yeah, it's 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 a great place to play cricket, and the players really love the facilities there
0: did a tour there a few years ago, Dino. Yeah. And, and um, I, in the, the rooms, there's the big boards where if you get five, your name goes up. You get 100, your name goes up. And mm. I said, Tanya, there's Mark Waugh. you got, got his <laughs> 100. I'll text it to Mark. And I'm texting <laughs> it, and Tanya goes, I think Mark knows you've got 100 at <laughs> Laws. Yeah, well, I also, also know I've got 99 as well. Yeah, I'm you did. up there
2: twice. Yeah. a bob <laughs> by Phil Tufton for 99, Dan. But, the, yeah, to, to, to get your name out there, it's great. Yeah. yeah,
0: wasn't that the day when the top three scored 100 yes. and you got 99 or something? Yeah, mm. we That's flying. right, yeah.
2: yeah. I, I missed out, but, um, well, only just. But a bit frustrating, yeah. to say the least. You know mm. Ray's
1: going next week, don't you, Mark? He'll oh, be hitting the crowd back. for day four. Probably full of drink, ah. being the ugly yobbo Australian. Oh, that Ray, Ray is.
2: Ray might even have a streak if he gets too many
1: punches. <laughs> first Get and last mus- time. Get those first, muscles
0: out, Ray. Get those muscles out. First and last time at North. <laughs> Lords, you reckon for me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Mark. What, why does Australia traditionally play so well at Lords, and can we expect that sort of form going into? the second test which would put Australia basically two hands on the urn again wouldn't it? If yeah. Out Dale?
2: Look I think the Australians just love playing at great venues and it brings the best out of you know, these sort of venues where there's the history the prestige great facilities great ground there's always big crowds there obviously the Australians are always you know well backed up at, at Ground Like Lords so they get plenty of support there so I, I think just just the occasion brings the best out of the Australians. You, you, I, I guess you could get overawed by it if you sort of went the other way and got too nervous. But I think we sort of love, well, love just playing there. Certainly in my era, anyway. Mm. So it brings the best out of you. I, I think this Test match, um, you know, I, I just see Australia. Um, I think I think we'll win this series and win it quite easily. I know England say they went close and they're unlucky and this and that, and they declared early, which. I couldn't for the life of me work out why he would declare after 78 overs. So I just think England are going to keep playing their way and reading between the lines are even going to go harder and be yeah. more aggressive, which I'm not sure how you, how you could do that. You know, they scored at five and over and declared after 78 overs. Mm. It was interesting, though, that when the game was on the line, they were quite defensive. England, Correct. You know, they, they the had, had men out, yeah. Yeah. didn't take the new ball. I found that a bit bit um, sort of contradiction. You know, hypocritical actually, the last hour, but I think they'll still go hard. I just think we match up too well, man for man. I just can't see Australia going backwards um, for the rest of the tour, and I think we'll be better prepared maybe with field settings uh, for the England uh, batting attack when they come out and, and play aggressively. So, yeah, you know, look, I, I don't want to get too overconfident because England are a good side and they're going to put pressure on us, but I just think man for man we match up just a little bit too strong for them.
1: Junior, I always remember uh, Shane Warne saying how much he just loved playing in England. We mm. had success there. He loved the conditions, the crowds. Mm. It was easy to get around, just jump on a bus and you're there in a couple of hours. Yeah. What is it about England and the crowds and the grounds that just makes it so attractive to play? Well, I think it's we've
2: just grown up with you know the Ashes series, whether it be in Australia or in England, as, as the number one series to play. And I remember myself when I was was young, I just loved turning the TV on and watching all night. the Ashes games from England and when you get over there as a player I just think you know the the lifestyle I mean the tour is a good one for Australians you know you can go to the restaurants you can play golf you can go to the races you can go to the movies so you know you're sort of in a bit of a a comfortable situation it's you know so you enjoy yourself so I think you know you play better Mm. um and it's just hyped up so much this this series um so you've got it you know if you're not enjoying this series, you're never going to enjoy a series as an Australian player. So I think it's, this brings the best out of you, and it's it's a great it's a great place to tour. You know, as I said, there's there's lots of things to do, and the grounds are great. The the weather's normally pretty good to play in. It's not you know it's not 40 degrees and 100 percent humidity. Yeah. So um, you know all those factors add up to you know. And Australians play a lot of county cricket, so they're used to the, the
1: conditions over there as well. So that that definitely helps. Junior, you mentioned golf, movies, races. You seem to overlook the pubs. Oh, the pubs, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, (laughs) they're there when you win the game, yeah, that's exactly right. But, yeah, well, you'd know more about that than me, Bulldog. But, um, no, I mean, some of those English pubs out in the countryside are absolutely beautiful. I know when I I played with Essex... you know, we, I got to frequent a lot of beautiful pubs up in, in the Essex area. So, yeah, it's definitely a factor as well. I forgot about that, <laughs> uh, Bulldog. You're right. Yeah,
0: good yeah, point. Dino cut a sway through those English pubs on a couple of kangaroo tours. on have. tipping. Yeah. here. Hey, he just quickly, uh, Mark Trent-Bridge, the one-off Ashes test for the women. Australia, 473 first innings. England replied yeah. 463. A great double hundred by Beaumont. Australia, none for 82 at Stumps, day three. Lead by 92 runs. Yeah. Is there a result coming here or is it a draw? Well, well, what have got two days to go? So, yeah. you know, I, I hope there is a result.
2: I mean, sometimes we do see in the women's cricket where they sort of err on the side of caution. So I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, Australia will score enough runs quickly enough to give themselves time to, to have a crack at England. So, But it's been a great test match, lots of quality there. The Australians, um, you know, Annabel Sutherland uh, yeah. making that uh, hundred great young player. I mean, James Sutherland, her father, was the CEO of. Uh, oh, okay, I didn't know. He was in charge that. of Cricket Australia, James. Yeah, okay. yeah he was, oh, yeah, okay. and he, he, played, he played a bit of cricket for Victoria. So um, great to see Annabelle make that 100. So, yeah, looking forward to the last couple of days and, and hopefully the game, you know, keeps pushing forward and we do see a result either way.
0: Yeah, exactly. Hey, Mark, really appreciate you coming on this morning. Give us your insights onto um, Edgebaston and what's going to happen hopefully in the rest of the series. Fingers crossed, Australia bring the Ashes home. Best of yeah. luck with your doggies and plenty more winners for <laughs> Kim too as well, All right
1: Thanks, guys. Good to talk to you.